The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Everybody ready? Ready? Yeah. And action. Welcome to the revolution. Why are you guys so awesome? Outdoor radio at its finest. Should you get hooked on phonics? Yes. yes. <laughs> of course you should. I'm going to need you to lower your expectations a little bit. It's true. <laughs> the movement gets stronger day by day. Prepare to be morally outraged. Ladies and gentlemen, the revolution with Jim and Trev is back on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Let's do this thing. Spring Habitat Management with Mark Jury from Jury Outdoors, plus Evan Pittman of Wardens and Kevin Coleman, the Weber Grill Master. That was beautiful. That was I, that was pretty good. That was beautiful. Can you? I say kept thinking Opie was going to walk in the door. American Idol, and this is American Idol. Yes. <laughs> Bam! I think this... Hey-oh! Isn't the trendier one the voice now? I would definitely turn my chair I don't, for you. Who else... Thank you. Who yeah. else thinks that Luke Bryan looks like Beavis? If you have not seen the meme that don't has... Don't be a butthead. Yeah. Seriously? You have not have you it, ever seriously, seen this guy? The resemblance is uncanny. It's crazy. If you took away Luke Bryan's money... Girls would think he's the ugliest thing in the world. It's kind of You would upsetting. think he would have Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Justin Timberlake has better facial hair, though, and that is sad. All right, so we're talking spring habitat management, Luke Bryan, on today's show. Now, we're going to do, this is so cool, a fabulous three-part interview with who? Hey, we got Mark Gurry, host of Winchester and Drury Outdoors. No, Drury's Natural Born. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah, they do have Drury Outdoors, though. There That's you go. their company. Yeah, that, that is their company. Bunny, be quiet! <laughs> Hush! Uh, we're also going to be joined by Evan Pittman of Wardens and Kevin Coleman, the Weber Grillmaster. And, Mrs. Bunny, you are going to have some fabulous tips. Woo! Bam! Yep. All right, so you're back, Bunny. <laughs> yeah. And the show is... lag there. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to go better. Yeah. But it's not. Maybe that's our new thing. We just suck at everything. Well, it's, you know, it's a little hard getting back on the uh, on the horse after a while. I don't know. All right, let's see. You know what? Let's just get to uh, Mark Jury. Things will pick up from there. Okay. Thanks, All right. Yeah, it's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sports Channel, World Fish Network, and... My Outdoor TV. It's Spring Habitat Management this week. Wait, what? Now, kicking off a three-parter with Mark Drury, co-host of Winchester and Drury's Natural Born, Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Eastern on Sportsman Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Spring Habitat Management. Gorgeous. I thought you guys were going to come on. Gorgeous. Beep, we, beep, could be, beep, beep. we could be a trio. No. We could start off our own barbershop. Or we could be three band. of us. Yeah, maybe we could get Mark to sing with us. Yeah. That would oh. be cool. All right, so just tell me, that was total fake laughter or groan from Jim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's Mark Jury. He's the co-host Winchester and Jury's Natural Board. Just now joining us Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. You have to watch all new episodes. So cool. Mr. Mark Jury, how's it going, brother? Man, I'm good, guys. It's good to be back with you guys. I hope everybody's well there yeah yeah well you know a lot of things have happened since the last time you were on like you gave away a farm what the heck's that all gave about? away a whole farm <laughs> what what who did that <laughs> Harry must have done that that was we were celebrating our 30th anniversary 
And we wanted to do something to give back and say thank you for three incredible decades. And um, we were just throwing some ideas around in the office. And we said, wouldn't it be cool if we gave somebody a brand new farm? And we went in and bought 60 acres in Putnam County, Missouri, fixed it up, food plots, tree stands, gates, fences, all that good stuff, and um, ended up having 150-some-odd thousand people put their name in to try and win it. And uh, Mr. Denny Lachek from um, Central Missouri ended up being the lucky winner. So we felt uh, thrilled thrilled to hand him the keys to that beautiful, unbelievable slice of heaven up there in Putnam County, Missouri. Now, what was amazing, you debuted this or actually announced the winner there at ATA. One thing that just blew my mind, Mr. Mark, is how awesome you and Mr. Terry are. I mean, everybody knows you guys are like totally B.A., but you also gave them a check for $25,000 to cover all taxes and fees. That honestly, after everything you guys did, I was like uh, mind blown. That was so cool. Well, we didn't want to get into an Oprah situation. (laughs) We give give this, you know, this great farm away. And then, you know, we thought it all through and we said, you know, we don't want to place a tax burden because you don't know what position the winner might be in or might not be in. And we said, hey, either way, let's just go ahead and pay the taxes on it as well. So we did give him a check for 25000 and and uh, he was uh, very appreciative of that. And um, they're enjoying that farm. I've been getting some updates from Denny, and he's been posting them on our, our app, DeerCast. And it uh, looks like they are having a blast up there at the farm in northern Missouri. You remember that show is like Extreme Makeover Home Edition or something like Ty Pennington? Driver, move that bus! This is like that, yeah, exactly, right? but on yeah. crack for outdoorsmen and women. You know, I mean, that yeah. was just so amazing. Yeah, that's Terry in our group, Terry's Ty. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that amazing hair. All right, so let's move, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's move on to, um, you know, because we are talking spring and habitat management. I love watching you guys' videos and everything you do. Let's jump into prescribed burning. I was watching a video, a new video you guys have out, and you actually hired some guys. You did a massive burn. And when I watch the videos, it's like it, it gives you that pucker power. Um, but you talk about how to do this, how to do it the proper way, how to be safe. But prescribed burning, I mean, this is a handy tool. It is indeed. And um, if we have small burns, you know, say we're burning something off to do a food plot, we can go in and establish the lines and pick a day with light winds and the humidity being correct. And we'll go in and burn it ourselves. But the piece you're talking about is a piece we did on YouTube. It's also in DeerCast called Burning the Bell. My main farm in Iowa is called the Silver Bell. And uh, I wanted to go in there and enhance the warm season grasses that I had planted probably, what, 12 years ago. And We've burned it a few times in that 11 years, probably twice, but it had been four or five years since I'd burned it, and we wanted to go in there and set back those cool season grasses, the bromes, et cetera, and release some of those warm season grasses, and and we did just that, and it was remarkable how the farm looked after we burned it versus the way it looked before. You sit there and go, man, where did all my warm season grasses go? Well, that root system's still there. But they get a lot of competition each and every year from cool season grasses. And if you go more than three or four years between burns, those cool season grasses have a way of taking it over. So we went in and set those back. And I I did hire a group, uh, Travis Strabel and his guys, to come in and burn it because it's a massive burn. It was uh, 600 acres of grass and an additional couple hundred acres of, of timber that they burn. So that's not something you want to undertake yourself, you know. 
fire in warm season grasses stands. They create their own wind. They have a mind of their own. And you've got to have somebody with some experience to make sure they, they know how to get out in front of those things. And, and it's one thing that it's one thing to start fire. It's another thing to control it and then put it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you, now the interesting part about burning, I mean, there is a time frame that you should do it in because yeah. you're going to mess up those, uh, nesting birds that are out there, uh, by burning up the grasses and so forth. And you're going to displace them. But if it's done at the right time, they're not going to be on the nest when this uh, Mr. Fire comes by. Yeah. When is the ideal time, Mr. Mark, to burn our property? You know, it varies by state and region because everyone's spring is different. Everyone's fall is different. And the best guide you could get is go to your local FSA office. Every county has a, an office and they'll tell you when the peak nesting periods are. Here in the Midwest, we like to get everything burned by May 1. Mm. Uh, we, we did that particular burn there in Iowa, April the 4th or 5th, I believe. And uh, that was warm season grasses because we wanted to set those new and young emerging cool season grasses back. And then if you're burning cool season grasses, you really want to get that refuge off before they start to germinate. So a lot of that's done in February and, and early March. Yeah. Uh, hey, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? we got a whole lot more to talk about, uh, Mark. Absolutely. You betcha. All right. Hey, we're talking with Mark Drury. He's the co-host of Winchester and Drury's National Board. That's right. You have to watch all new episodes Sundays, 1030 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Mark, to learn more about you guys, all things Drury Outdoors, where can we find you online, buddy? You can find us anywhere you look, whether it be YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, always Drury Outdoors will get you there regardless of what search engine you're on. Or you can go to DeerCast.com. That's the easiest way to find all things Drury. We have free accounts in there. You can get all of our content, the journal entries, all of our stories, the forecast. There's also a pay tier at $9.99 or $19.99. And then we we bump you up and and have some additional goodies in there for you. But DeerCast.com is the place to get it all. You've had a more Mark Drury right after this. But first, here's a word for Mrs. Bunny. Mrs. Bunny is sexy and she knows it. This girl is hot. Mrs. Bunny is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Increasing fawn cover. In the last 15 years, whitetail fawn recruitment rates have dropped about 25%, and that means spring fawning is crucial. To maximize fawn survival rates, good cover is essential. Pregnant does seek the best areas of cover in their home ranges to give birth. After it's born, a whitetail fawn instinctively seeks cover and hides itself. By increasing the amount of edge and overall cover habitat, you give fawns a better chance of surviving. To determine if you have enough fawning habitat, use the rudimentary tactic of taking a tennis ball, football, or any other ball and throwing it into the area you think has good fawning cover. If you can't find the ball immediately, you likely have sufficient cover. If your ball is easily spotted, that's a surefire sign, your cover needs some work. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, the first choice for outdoor radio. Connect now at JimandTrav.com and get the inside edge on all things outdoors with archive shows, Fire Bust, Jim's Blog, Trav's Take, Mrs. Bunny, and a whole lot more. JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. Four social media superstars all in it to win it. I want the biggest buck. I need to win this. America's favorite all-woman outdoor competition is back. Pretty nervous, so... In an all-new season... Y'all are here to prove that you're not trying to do this to get a bunch of likes, that you genuinely love hunting and fishing. So let the outdoor games begin. Ready. (laughs) I'm coming to get that breakfast sausage. 
for Lover Likes. All new season Tuesdays at 11 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Chardonnay Finishing Sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trev is on the air with Spring Habitat Management this week. Now let's get back to Mark Drury, co-host of Winchester and Drury's Natural Born, Sundays 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring habitat management on this week's show, and the guy who is most knowledgeable about spring habitat management is Mark Drury. That's right. He is the taller jury. He is the better-looking jury. It is Mark Drury. <laughs> he is the co-host Winchester and Drury's National Board Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. You have to watch all new episodes. So cool. Now, Mr. Mark, question for you. Let's say we have, you know, a target buck. He is on our hit list. Is it essential when we're planning food plots and we are managing our land? Do we need to look at the time of year we have the most success harvesting animals on that piece of ground and then plant our food plots so they apply, you know, that browse what they're going to be grazing on that time of year so it is in season for them too? So let's say if you have more success in the early season, should we plant our food plots to ripen then versus, you know, middle fall, late fall, early winter? Is that something you guys do? Absolutely. We definitely, and really each farm has its own DNA. And some farms, just based on the way that they set up, whether it be because of the early season is better because they have more north slope and deer in there trying to cool down versus, say, a farm that is much better during the late season because it's got more thermal cover, more south-facing slopes, then we plant differently in those two. Now, if you want something that is going to take you through a large majority of the fall and be palatable from early season all the way into the earliest part of the late season – Clover is the one that's going to get you through and give you the most bang for your buck. It's got the most protein value when it greens up in the spring. Deer absolutely love it, and it doesn't take a whole heck of a lot of maintenance to keep those clover fields looking really good. Mow them once or twice throughout the year real high. Spray them once or twice to keep the weeds down and the grass down, and you're going to have a really good food plot for deer. Yeah, now say you've got a piece of property like that 600 acres you were talking about that you burned, but you're finding out that the animals are actually – kind of migrating or moving uh, to the west of you, we'll say, on another piece of property. How can you entice them to come further east on your property? Well, it's really all about water, food, cover, and then lack of intrusion. So as we do our burns in the spring, we're really trying to enhance the cover and the food because you're going to set back some of those grasses and some of those things that you don't want, and you're going to enhance the growth of a lot more legumes a lot more different shoots that they can eat in the woods or in the grass that you want. They're also going to increase the cover, ultimately. So you're working on two of those things. Water is something you can add, and uh, lack of intrusion is all up to you. How much you go in there is uh, really on, on your, you know, if you're going in there every day checking your cameras or hunting and you're not seeing many deer, you may be the problem. Uh, I like to let cellular cameras or distant visual scouting play my role in terms of when I want to go into that farm. So I always stay out in lieu of going in. Uh, and when I do go in, especially on a small track, 
I make sure the wind's right. I never want them to know that I'm on the farm. It's so amazing. I've seen how you guys have taken let's say, a big food plot. And you said it's wonderful to have this big, lush food plot and there's a lot of browse out there for the animals. But when it's too big, they don't feel comfortable. And so you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. So you'll take a food plot and you'll break it up and you'll put in a lot of cover, you know, thermal cover, and make a whole bunch of smaller food plots out of one big food plot. And I thought that was always very interesting because you think, well, the more browse you have, the more food you have, the bigger it is, the better it is. But when you're a deer, that is not really how you think that big, wide open expanse leaves you vulnerable. It can leave leave them vulnerable, and they're just very resistant to leave cover. I mean, their safe haven is someplace that they feel hidden. Well, when they're standing out in the open, they don't feel very hidden. So we will oftentimes, because you, you have to walk a tightrope, though, between having enough food to get them through winter and then making sure that it's either close to where they bed or creating some sort of cover or screen around the outside edge of that. So we do that a lot with corn. Uh, we'll plant some decent-sized fields to corn and then have beans on the inside or a green field on the inside. Uh, or we try to tuck the smaller plots close to cover, and we'll put a product in there that's going to last. Uh, bean fields, we need at least three acres in size in order to make the beans, you know, grow and eventually pot out. Corn fields... You could probably get by with a touch smaller than that, but I prefer them to be four or five acres. So once you start getting to that size plot, it really has to do with where that plot's located. I mean, you can have the exact same yield on a plot that's 200 yards from cover versus one that's right next to it. And what you see in each will vary based on the season. Early season, I'm going to be hunting that plot that's closer to the cover. As that food depletes, I'm going to be out there in that destination feed field and trying to kill them out there, or perhaps on their route to that field. Yeah, Mr. Mark Jury, again, the co-host, uh, Winchester and Jury's Natural Board, Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, all new episodes currently on a Sportsman Channel. You can always go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes with the My Outdoor TV app. Now, you had briefly mentioned weed control, and, you know, March is that time. Weeds are sprouting up. I like weed. Yeah, you do like <laughs> weed. Uh, that's why he wants to move back to Colorado. <laughs> One thing, though, Mr. Mark, is we sit here and we spend so much time and we put in these food plots, but truly that's just the tip of the iceberg to have this beautiful, lush plot. There's a lot more work that has to go into that. And one of those main elements is weed control. Is that something a lot of people overlook? I think so, because inevitably when you're out there fertilizing the the plant that you want to come up, you're also fertilizing some stuff that makes their living growing, and that's the weeds. And you've got to have the right mix of the product that you plant and then the spraying that you do or the brush cutting that you do in order to set those weeds back. Um, there's a lot of different products out there that can help you do it. The best way to learn what you need in your area, depending on where you're at right now when you're listening to this, go to your local co-op. Show them pictures of what you're trying to get rid of are bringing the plant in, and they'll tell you exactly what to do, the best method to set those back. You bet. Hey, Mark, we got to take a break. Can you stick around for one more part? You betcha. All right. Hey, we're talking with Mark Drury. He's the co-host of Winchester and Drury's Natural Born. Again, Mr. Mark, to learn more about you guys, all you have going on, which is a lot. Plus, DeerCast, where can we find you online? Uh, The easiest place is to find us at DeerCast.com, DruryOutdoors.com, or on any of our social media avenues, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Drury Outdoors will find us on any of those. You bet. Hey, more Mark Drury right after this. Don't go anywhere. 
And now, the original score from the Oscar-winning The Sound of Outdoors. The fields are alive with the sound of shotguns. The doves taste so good with bacon rubbed around them. When bass grab my spinner bait, I smile with glee. And my heart was to sing every song it hears. Stay right there. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages. Plus means more. Introducing OutdoorChannelPlus.com, the most comprehensive outdoor website ever created. Recent, relevant, and authentic. With new product reviews, expert tips, videos, and podcasts from America's most trusted sources like Game and Fish, Guns and Ammo, North American Whitetail, and many more. Experience the new OutdoorChannelPlus.com. Never stop searching. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev and Spring Habitat Management. Now, once again, here's Mark Drury, co-host of Winchester and Drury's Natural Born, Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at cabelas.com and basspro.com. This is part three. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring habitat management on this week's show. Of course, we had Mark Drury for two parts. And this guy, he knows a lot of stuff. He's MD, medical doctor, whitetail. That's <laughs> I thought what you manic are. depressive. <laughs> no, Mark Drury, he's the co-host Winchester and Drury's Natural Board Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Now, kind of want to switch gears uh, just for a second, Mr. Mark. 30 years ago, you just celebrated your 30th year, gave away a farm. Spectacular. 30 years ago, when you and your brother set out, did you expect, think, or possibly even fathom dream Drury Outdoors would become the powerhouse that it is today? We knew it all along, Trav. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> Actually, you know, when we set out, I mean, things evolved, but when we set out, all we wanted to do was buy a camera, go kill a few turkeys on film, sell those videos, and make enough money to go on next year's turkey hunt. That was our goal. <laughs> really? And... You know, you go through life and you meet the right people and, you know, meeting Toxie Hayes, Cuz Strickland, Will Primo, some of these guys that gave us great advice early on really led to where we're at today. And there was a lot in between, but those early uh, meetings by chance with people that are dear, dear friends of ours today 
really helped us along our path. And uh, but no, we we didn't set out with that in mind. Uh, we just went into it to try and pay for a few hunts. Eventually graduated to DVDs. Eventually graduated to television shows, and grew the business and continue to this day to uh, continue to enjoy the following year's hunt. Well, what you say is uh, it's not exactly what you know; it's who you know. And uh, you it really guys, is. yeah, you guys rubbed elbows with some of the the leaders of the industry. But the fact of the matter is, you had already made a name for yourself as a contest winner for turkey calling, right? To some degree, yeah. I was really fascinated with and infatuated with wild turkey from early on. I started my first calling contest. I went to a buddy of mine had to drive me there because I was 15. I wasn't old enough to to drive to it, and wow. um, started calling when I was 15. And then uh, continued to call, used to travel all over the country, made some dear, dear friends out there calling along the calling circuit. They're close, close friends to this day. And uh, that was certainly the the start of what became a long time, you know, relationship and, and uh, making a living here in the outdoor industry. Well, you know, one thing that just really surprises me, because let's face it, guys and gals that want to get in the television industry now, right? We can sit here and we can watch 30 years of what the juries have done. We can watch what, you know, the past 18 years of what Michael Waddell has done. We can see what Jim Shockey has done. We can see what Lee and Tiffany have done. You guys pioneered this. You really didn't have anyone you could go to and draw from when it came to television production, what you guys were going to do. It's really fascinating what you have done. Well, we, we were lucky to be some of the early adapters, I guess, and some of the early ones that wanted to take what we were seeing in the woods and bring it to life, you know, because we were fascinated by the outdoors and we always just wanted to tell better stories. We used to say that, you know, our videos are different. We tell the wildest stories. We always hunted in the wild under 100% fair chase conditions. And, you know, I, I go back to Cuz Strickland. I mean, I knew Cuz through the calling circuit. And uh, he was at the time working for Will Primos. And I said, hey, Cuz, you guys are getting in the video industry. What camera do I need to buy? He told me. Yeah. Cuz, where do I need to get this thing edited? He told me. You know, <laughs> Denny Gullis. Denny Gullis was really the the start of why we got into the, the outdoor industry. Denny had some turkey tapes where he would call them in. And, and I, I rented his tapes and bought one of them so that I could listen to the way he called because I wanted to be better on the stage. Well, what I didn't realize I was going to do was get hooked on what he was doing out there in the outdoors. <laughs> and I went to Terry and I, I showed him. I go, look, Denny's calling these birds up. This is incredible. Look, and he's videoing all this stuff. I go, we need to call him in and kill him and then sell that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's what we did. We called him in and started with King of the Spring back in 1989 and, um, since then, you know, it's unbelievable how many, how much good luck we've had and how many other people we've, we've met. And I just saw Denny get inducted into the National Wild Turkey Federation Hall of Fame and a very fitting tribute to a guy that motivated and really was a, a hero of ours as we were getting started. You know, you had mentioned King of the Spring, which was one of my absolute favorites. Got juries 13. You have Critical Mass. You have so many shows out there. But let's talk for a second about jury, uh, Winchester and Juries, Natural Born. The new season, man. What can we expect? It's been airing for a little bit, but tell us about this new season. Man, that's one of my favorites because it's got all the turkey hunts in it. I mean, that's, yeah. I, I like the deer hunt, but I love the turkey hunt. And we just don't share much turkey footage with the exception of that show. So every show has some turkey action in it. Every show has other wild game like predators or moose or elk or bear. And then we always have white-tailed deer in there. We have our top 10 list. 
each and every week. So one of the top 10 from the season shines through throughout the episodes. And it's just that show that if you love hunting and you love the outdoors and you like a variety of species, there's something within natural born that you're going to like. And at the end of the day, we're all hunters and gatherers. And there's a, Cus Strickland told me long ago, he said, hunting isn't a sport. It's an instinct. And that's why we call natural born, natural born, because it's in you. It's in all of us. Whether you exercise it or not, well, that's really whether you've had the opportunity to go do it. But hunting is an instinct, and Natural Barn's all about that instinct. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Mark. We've been talking with uh, Mark Drury. He's a co-host of Winchester and Drury's Natural Born. You have to watch it all new uh, season, currently airing Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. This has been brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Stand together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them online at cabelas.com and basspro.com. Mr. Mark, again, all things jury outdoors. Dear Cass, where are you guys going to be? Meet and greets, your partners, all that good stuff. Where can we find you online, buddy? Easiest place is DeerCast.com. Check out our app. All things jury are within that app. DeerCast to help get you ahead of your game this coming fall. You can check us out on social media at Drury Outdoors. You bet. Hey, stick around because coming up next is Evan Pittman. He's a senior producer at Wardens. It's seen Monday nights at 830 on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Mark, you are so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. I just hope Drury Outdoors never ends up on Wardens. <laughs> It'll be Terry with his shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a word from Mrs. Bunny. We'll return with Evan right after this. Mrs. Bunny is Jackie Bushman's hero. Mentor is true obsession. She's a cool chick with a hot ass. Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Not all about the acorns. Acorns are a high-nutrition food for deer, offering more energy than corn, twice the amount of carbohydrates, and more than 10 times the amount of fat. However, acorn production is inconsistent and not every year will produce a great mast crop. Instead of protecting a large area of acorn trees on your property, thinning some of those trees will allow more sunlight through the canopy to the forest floor. While there may be fewer acorns for deer to feast on in high mast years, there will in turn be more native browse and natural forages that provide a year-round food source, especially in the crucial spring and summer growing months, and safeguard deer in years with acorn failure. Diversify your habitat landscape. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, with another Jimby brain teaser. If you're not supposed to eat late at night then why is there a light in the fridge submit your answers on the back of a $20 bill and don't move the boys will continue in a few seconds 27 anglers hit the water for the USAA Insurance Patriot Cup. Let's get the party started. My whole year has been around this cup. Boom, baby. I love this format. It's always a puzzle. It's never easy. <laughs> All these guys out here, they love a challenge, and it's you against the fish. That's what I'm talking about, baby. All you need is a little clue. Major League Fishing's Patriot Cup. Premier Saturday, April 3rd at 2 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Yes! Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at himtnjerky.com. That's himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav as we talk spring habitat management. Now, here's Mr. Evan Pittman, Senior Producer of Wardens, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here are the boys.
Hey, we're back. We're talking spring habitat management on this week's show. Before the break, we have Mark Drury. He's the co-host of Winchester and Drury's Natural Born, seen Sundays at 1030 Eastern Time. Hold up in that car wash, gentlemen. <laughs> I love that show. It's like Jackie Gleason. <laughs> All right, so just now being joined by Mr. Evan Pittman. He is the senior producer of Wardens, one of my favorite all-time shows. Got to watch an all-new season currently airing Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. And you can always go back and pick up previous seasons and episodes of Wardens with My Outdoor TV. Mr. Evan, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. How are you guys doing? Good. He didn't like Wardens when he was in Cell Block 17, though. Two hots <laughs> and a cot is not my idea of fun, Mr. Evan. Uh, no, this is so neat. All right, so you produce Wardens, and I, one thing I want to say is hats off to the men and women that dedicate their lives, their entire beings to protecting our natural resources and the work that they do. I mean, this is tireless. This is rigorous work, uh, Mr. Evan. Yeah, these these men and women that are conservation officers all over the place, but I know it's in particular in the state of Michigan, they are incredibly well-trained. They sacrifice their personal lives. I mean, they're almost always working weekends. Their training, I've only seen little tiny snippets of their training, but they go through stuff that I don't want to go through. I don't know about you guys, but we've seen them like in uh, ice baths where they have to sit there for three minutes at a time and make Ooh. sure they still can spell their names and know what they're supposed to know. You know, they want hypothermia to set in so they know what it feels like in case they fall through the ice somewhere and that they can still act accordingly. And that's just one tiny thing that we've seen them do. But they are just incredible in the amount of training that they have to go through and that they have gone through in order to become these officers. Usually there's 20 to 25 recruits that come out of a recruit school and become official conservation officers. And then from, then that's from a pool of, you know, hundreds, if not a thousand applicants to get into the recruit school. So it's very, very difficult to even become one of these officers. Okay. As a senior producer of Wardens, how do you get the stories that you present? On the, on the show. You know, it's a little bit of me coming up with ideas, and it's also ideas from the DNR. We work very closely with the Michigan DNR as far as what the law enforcement stories will be, as well as other divisions, whether it's wildlife or fisheries or forestry or whatever it might be. So, um, And a lot of it is, you know, whatever seasons are going on. There's an elk season in Michigan. There's bear seasons. Deer seasons are always very popular. So, you know, in the winter, we may not be doing as much as we are in the fall, just like almost everybody on Outdoor Channel. But you kind of do what you think people might be interested in and what is popular around the state. The the elk hunting, for example, there's only 200 tags each year. So that's a huge thing that people apply for. You have to draw a tag and you have to go to an information session just to pick up your tag. So you have to go through a class for a couple of hours before they hand out the tag. So there's a lot of there's a lot of scrutiny on that particular hunt. Would you say most of the violations are just pure negligence 99% of the time or maybe just stupidity? Yeah, like you were saying just I mean there are some stupid people out there and I I would say out of the three people in this conversation Two of us aren't the brightest. Uh, it might be the guys in Kansas. But um, do you you think, I mean, most of the time there's no malice intent, right? I would say the majority of the time that's true, yeah. I mean, some people will have a hook that's way too big for fishing and they just don't know about it. Mm. The fishing law book, I don't know how big it is, but there's so many little things with that, whether it's the Great Lakes that we have bordering us here in Michigan or some of the streams and 
smaller rivers, but the rules can change quite a bit. And the officers know them, but the fishermen and the anglers out there usually or don't always know them. Yeah. Well, you know, in Michigan, you talked about having an elk herd and a deer herd and bear and so forth. But uh, do you find that oftentimes when somebody shoots an elk, they really think they're shooting a deer? <laughs> I I believe that has happened, yeah. And it's amazing how frequently someone with a cow tag shoots a bull because I've seen those, the officers during the uh, seminars where they're telling the people with the tags, you know, what to do and what not to do. It just is almost hilarious when they're saying, now, if you have a cow tag and it's got these things on their head, you can't shoot them. <laughs> but it happens every year. Someone does. <laughs> yeah. I oh thought God. it was a bush. Yeah, I, I, I thought all of them had the dangle flappies between their legs. You know, <laughs> I don't know. All right, Mr. Evan Pittman, the senior producer of Warden's Monday's all new season currently airing uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. You know, another thing is like when you watch cops, everyone loves cops. And that's why I I love wardens. It's in the same vein. It's action-packed. It's so much fun. But unlike a police officer or the episodes of cops or something, everyone in hunting violations is carrying a firearm. You know, uh, if yeah. you think about that, they are always carrying a firearm. And for these wardens, the these amazing men and women to have such awesome composure to be able to calm down a situation, keep a level head, make everyone feel comfortable. It truly is a talent. Yeah, yeah, they are amazing to me. And, and if, again, I've only been on a handful of ride-alongs with them, but situation could be very high as far as intensity. And these men and women that are the conservation officers typically can talk a situation down to a peaceful level very rapidly. And again, that's part of their training. It's part of what their bosses want them to be able to do, and they are excellent at it in every situation that I've ever observed. And it is, the firearm point is a good one, because generally the people that officers are talking to, they're not out there to cause any trouble. They're well-meaning hunters, and they're just trying to bag whatever animal they're looking for. But the officers certainly have to be on their toes to make sure every situation is safe. Yeah. Now, in this whole new season of Wardens, again, Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, kind of give us a brief rundown of the season, what we can expect, what all happened. What are some of your favorite highlights? You know, that we did a bear hunting patrol where there are a couple guys that ended up having some pot on them. And again, this is where <laughs> a situation where the guys might deny it for a little while and the officers are quite literally sniffing around, you know, figuring <laughs> out that something just isn't quite the same as how you people are describing it to me. <laughs> and there was another one that was kind of interesting where we're on patrol during the first day of archery deer season and a couple of deer happened to jump through the front window of an elementary school. <laughs> oh, no way. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So they, it was the middle of the night. The janitors went in there and got started for the day and they found some deer there and they managed to chase them into the boys bathroom and get the door closed. <laughs> Caught him smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I showed up with a CO, and they did what they could to get the deer out of there. You bet. Holy cow. Hey, we've been talking with Evan Pittman. He's a senior producer of Wardens. Uh, it's seen Monday nights at 8.30 Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. That's right. You have to check it out. This has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. And you can always watch previous seasons of Wardens on My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Evan, to learn more about you, to learn more about Wardens, uh, where can we find you guys online? 
WordensTV.com as well as WolfCreekInc.com. You bet. Hey, coming up next, we get Kevin Coleman. He is Weber's Grillmaster. That's right. It's going to get tasty. Mr. Evan, thank you so much, man. We appreciate what you do. Love you, brother. Okay. Thanks a lot, Trav and Jim. The story of one man. Um, actually, it's two men, Jim and Trav. I can't believe I'm listening to this. Yeah, we're sorry. Whoa! Stick around. The revolution with Jim and Trav. We'll be right back. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV. Now, everywhere. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help Help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. We're discussing spring habitat management this week. <laughs> now, please give a warm revolution welcome to Mr. Kevin Coleman, Weber Grillmaster. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We're talking spring habitat management on this week's show. Before the break, we had Evan Pittman on. He's a senior producer for Wardens on Outdoor Channel. But I can tell you, our next guest, man, I would go to the ends of the earth with this guy. He is finger-licking good. That's Mr. Kevin Coleman. He is the Weber Grillmaster. He always smells like smoke, and he's drinking beer. Mr. Kevin, how's it going, buddy? It's going, man. Just trying to enjoy this beautiful Chicago weather. It's perfect for grilling. It's perfect for adult beverages. God loves us right now. We had a pretty mild winter, but he loves us right now. Oh, there you go. Now, the thing is, this time of the year, I mean, you can get into pork butter. You can get into brisket or whatever. But, you know, one of the things that I like early in the spring, actually, I like it all year round. And it's cost effective. It's cost effective is baby back ribs. That's right, man. You and my daughters both, my both Nettie, who's seven, and Kinsey, who's five, that is their favorite thing to cook besides brisket with me. So I can appreciate two people like yourself that are all about barbecue, all about meat, loving ribs every portion of the year, especially now when the weather's cracking because there's nothing better than a beautifully smoked set of baby back ribs that you can just gnaw on. 
all day long. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we've been talking with Kevin Coleman. He is Weber's Grill Master. That's right. He is a man with a plan. He is a fantastic gourmet barbecue chef. He Mr. Put Kevin. Q and barbecue. He puts the Q in cool. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Mr. Kevin, dude, to learn more about you, to learn more about Weber, get some fantastic recipes. And if anyone doesn't have a Weber grill, they are un-American and they need to go buy one. They're today. communists. <laughs> okay, we won't get well, too political. Well, there's nothing wrong with communism because we do sell grills in Russia and, and other places. But <laughs> they're highly endorsed by yeah, Vladimir. <laughs> I, you, you, can, you, can get, you can get all the information you want, Weber.com. You can go on Instagram um, under Kevin, Kevin Coleman. Go on your Facebook, Weber Grill Master Kevin Coleman. And we've got tons of great video content. We just rolled out our first new pellet grill, which that thing has been doing crazy amount of success and talk. And we also have this new technology that we brought out called Weber Connect, which we won Innovation Award at CES this year. We're basically wow. we cooked about six to 700 different items. We graphed and data logged how meat cooks over time. And so we know how to cook the perfect steak, the perfect pork shoulder. We have actually guided grilling programs that will actually tell you when to wrap your ribs, when to wrap your pork shoulder, when to wrap your brisket, when to take it off. And so there's a ton of great information there. So if people are looking to up their grilling game, we've got some great new products that they're going to be able to do that with. Yeah, you ought to do a book called Barbecuing for Dummies. I think that- I, I might. I, that would be a good author because the way I started out was probably not the smartest way. So there's been a lot of dummy moments for me that have helped <laughs> me get to where I'm at. You bet. Hey, that was Kevin Coleman. And we'll have more Revolution right after this. That's right. This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here's a word from Mrs. Bonnie. Mr. Kevin, you are so awesome. We love you, brother. Thank you, guys. Who's your outdoor mama? Mrs. Bunny is fool. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Mrs. Bunny is presented by My Outdoor TV. Making smoked venison tacos. Start with a pound of tender venison backstrap cut into steaks and season with your favorite High Mountain Seasonings venison rub. Set up your grill for indirect cooking, heat it up, and add your favorite wood flavor. Put the backstraps on the grill and cook indirectly for 30 to 45 minutes or until the internal temperature reaches about 110 degrees. Then take the backstraps and place them directly over high heat and cook until they reach a rare to medium rare 130 to 140 degree temperature. Heat up your tortillas, fill with the sliced smoked venison, and then top with a tomatillo salsa, queso fresco, avocado, and cilantro. We seem normal until you get to know us. Stay tuned. The Revolution with Jim and Trev will continue right after this. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. 
The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. But- I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the Well, that's a wrap. The revolution with Jim and Trav is over this week. This concludes our broadcast day. Let's hit the road. Remember, stay in touch with the boys and provide us some valuable feedback at JimandTrav.com. Not so fast you'll get brain freeze. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about spring habitat management. Of course, we had Mark Drury on, three-parter. Also, Evan Pittman and Kevin Coleman. Yeah, and we do want to say Cat Daddy couldn't make it because he literally had all of his teeth pulled this week. (laughs) Now, he only had like three. Both of them. (laughs) But anyways, Mrs. Bunny, those were great tips this week. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and we want to uh, say thank you to all of our affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny and all the people here at The Revolution. Excuse Jimbo, that's the night quill kick in yeah. it. <laughs> all, right, all right, Mrs. Bunny, last word. Uh, JimandTrap.com, go there. Also, um, be sure that you have hunter safety permits. That way everyone can get out and enjoy spring turkey hunting this spring. Oh, yeah, good idea. Yeah, and I, I have a, you know, the, you've heard of the coronavirus? I have the Paps virus. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Uh, did that uh, joke fall flat? I think it did. Kind of a little bit. Uh, anyways, all right. So get outdoors this weekend. Take some kiddos with you. Leave Jimbo at home. That's right. Uh, no, Hammer Home Firearm Safety. Just get outdoors, recreate as a family. Take everybody with you. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and do some barbecuing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Some small game. A lot of small game seasons still open. That's Don't right. pass it up. All right, so we got to get to a break. We love you, boys and girls, so much. Peace out. Thanks for listening. God bless. USA, we love you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.